Welcome to the Mission City Podcast. In today's session, we are joined by our kids ministry directors, Blake Hooten and Joy Flores. They are here to share how they got involved in ministry, how they got to Mission City, and how is God moving right now in their ministries. This is such a cool opportunity to hear all that God is doing in and through our kids team. Let's go ahead and get started. Here are Dave and Chuck. Hey, good morning, Dave. Chuck, what are you doing, man? Oh, man, I'm just sitting here enjoying a nice cup of coffee, a little Little uh, cafe ole again, you know me, you me and my coffee. Ole, ole, ole. Do they have men's coffee there too? I yes, forgot. absolutely. Love men's coffee. This is a men's coffee. It's got coffee in it. Okay, just, okay. just steamed you, creamer. Let's come up with a different name. Yeah, cafe ole, cafe ole. So, so uh, yeah, it's good to be here. What? So, somebody's sitting on your left. Am I right? Yeah, I got some, <laughs> some strangers staring at us. Somebody snuck yeah. in through the window. Hey, no, we've got our kids team. Yeah. It's exciting. We did. Joy. Yeah. Hi. It's Joy. Blake. What's up? Good to have them. It is. Doing a great job in our kids' ministry. We have a phenomenal kids' ministry at Mission City. They both do an at amazing Central job. and Northwest and soon to be... Campus 3. The new campus. <laughs> I don't know what we're <laughs> North? Is I don't it know. The North Campus? Is yeah, that... I'll just, we'll go with that for now. We'll go with that. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, that's an exciting time. And so we're glad you guys could join us. We've been wanting to have you guys for a while, but um, Chuck and I don't like to share the time. So uh, anyway, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. but we're just glad that you guys are here. And so we wanted uh, everybody out there to uh, get to meet y'all and hear a little bit about y'all. And so, uh, Joy, you came first. You've been here a year. Didn't we just yeah. say that at our last staff meeting? You've been I here right at a year. One year, May 8th. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the call to ministry in your life and, uh, and then how you got to Mission City. Yeah, so I was actually in law school, and I was serving in the students' midweek program. And I was at this leadership retreat because I was on leadership and students' team. And so we were going through all of your gifts and strengths and the things that you're passionate about and things that you might think God is calling you to. And so I was looking through, and I was like, wow, like I'm really passionate about discipling the next generation. I have a lot of leadership experience. I just love Jesus and kids. And I was thinking, this has nothing to do with health or oil and gas law. (laughs) So I went through this prayer time. it pays so much more. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Spiritual, spiritual treasure. Spiritual currency. <laughs> Eternal treasure, if you will. The lawyer kids ministry. Hey, that was part of my prayer mm. and fasting. I was like, I got some student loans. <laughs> so Chuck would like to know if you could help him get out of some of his tickets. Yes. Well, I only have two thirds of my degree. I did not take the bar. Well, I'll so take, hey, I, I will take two I'll take two thirds of my ticket cost off anytime. <laughs> I cannot legally practice in the state of Texas. Oh. I know, but I, I did feel the call. And so I just, it was, it was funny because we had just gone over Jonah. And so as I was like, I don't really want to go into ministry, God. And he's like, didn't you just teach that where I call and lead you to, that's where you have to go. And I was like, that is true. I did just tell the kids that. So I guess I'll go into ministry. And I actually went to ministry in February, 2020. So right before the pandemic hit. Oh, that's a good time. That's yeah. Great time. Great time. <laughs> well, if you stuck it out, then that means you're destined to be, right? Absolutely. If you made it through the pandemic, the chances are you're going to make it through pretty much anything. It's kind of like so. the, 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 this, that's the symbol of sticking to it right there. It was truly baptism by fire in terms <laughs> yeah. of ministry. Yeah. I think that's what kind of what drove me out of teaching. I had to teach on a, teach on a camera. That's oh, never yeah. good. Oh, yeah. That's terrible. 
That's hard. Yeah, using Were all the Google, kids' screens off? Using Oh, uh, yes. It was constant battle. Like, hey, turn your screen on. Tur- now you got yours off. Turn your screen on. And then this one's just turned it off again. When or, sleeping. Or, or uh, you see the ceiling fan. That's the only thing you see in the video is the ceiling fan. And every once in a while, they'll stick their face out. and then That's crazy. Did you ever see anyone like eating breakfast? Oh, plenty <laughs> of times. My wife teaches first grade, and she had kids in her class and doing online kids that they oh, stayed home so she that? had both and it was a stressful time for for her so uh, i appreciate that but yeah. so okay so that was your calling how did you end up here at mission city it funnily enough i got married and my husband's house is right across from mission city wow. and so mm. god had been showing me you know ideas of where he wanted me to go next in ministry and i just I didn't know where that was going to be. And I just so happened to get an email from Pastor Matt when they were looking for a elementary coordinator. And so I asked him, well, tell me about the kids ministry at your church. And it was like everything God had been telling me for those past couple of months. And then I was like, well, where is your church? And he told me the location. And that next day I drove out and I was like, oh, across the street, like one? quite literally across the yeah. highway was the, was the church. And so- Do you walk? Do you walk to church every day? I, I could, honestly. <laughs> the fact that I do Truck the five minute the commute is kind of sad because <laughs> if I- I could too, but the only time I've ever walked is when I was restricted from driving oh, with yeah, my neck and I walked. I remember Kelsey and Don both passed me and were like, hey, hey how you doing? They didn't, they didn't even stop me. Nope, nope, nobody picked me up. No, they just said, hey, good luck with that. Well, then they knew you needed the exercise. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I've actually seen Theo running on, on the side. Well, he so. runs everywhere. <laughs> he's, he's, he's the Forrest Gump. He just forgets Gump. where he's parked. Yeah. He's so he, just, <laughs> he, he goes just days without it. knowing where his car's at. He's probably. Forrest Gump is what he is. He likes to run. So you yeah. built, so yeah, so you. So I messaged him back, said, hey, you know what? I actually would be interested. And so we started this process of meeting you and Sharon and coming and seeing the facility. And again, it was a lot, a lot of prayer, which is one thing that I love about Mission City, that it's never just a, we have this spot open and you want to take it, let's go. Right. It was a lot of prayer and meeting and truly seeing if this where God called me to. And I was grieved to leave the families I had been discipling because I love building strong bonds with families, but I also knew that God is going to equip the saints wherever he's called them to. And so coming on staff right before camp and all of those fun things. It was, was like, hard. oh yeah, by the way, you're going to camp in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a lot, but it was in kids extravaganza and back to school Sunday, but... Yep. It was great. And our church community just welcomed me with open arms, like immediately was, we're so glad you're here. You're such a blessing. We've been praying for you. And it was really, really nice, despite all the craziness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're all, well, we're, we're, we're thankful to have you. I mean, you've done an awesome. amazing job. And, and then having the addition of Kayla come alongside you in pre, yes. pre-teen ministry, it's really done well. And Super thankful for that. But Blake, Blake's yeah. six months out, man, that's, it just seems like, I, I think when we thought it was like two months ago, but no, you've been here for six months and yeah. it's flown by or tell so us a, fast. Tell us a little bit about your call to ministry and how you got here. So my call to ministry started like the summer of my junior year of high school. I was at a summer camp and we we're listening. I can't remember much else, but I remember the speaker of that. It was like the last night. He's talking about uh, Peter and Jesus going, you know, Peter, feed my sheep. And he's like, you know, I love you, Lord. Well, then feed my sheep. I'm like, 
what are you saying? Like, no, no, no. I'm a junior here. I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. I was pretty good at like math and chemistry. I was like, pharmacists make a lot of money. I wish I'd do that. I really don't like it, but I heard they you make a money. a pharmacist and a lawyer. <laughs> I never actually went for it, but. Get my tickets fixed and drugs. And drugs. Yeah, drug dealer. I was just like, it's cool. Ticket it's not fixing. business major. Legally. They make money. It could work. But as I was going through, it was just trying to decide, you know, where does God want me to do in college? And I kept on trying to say, I will do anything but ministry because <laughs> they don't get paid much. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not sure. Like, I'm not that good of a person. Like, I kind of get it. But as God was working in my heart through the youth pastor, other mentors and people in my life, I was like, there is no choice but to surrender to God's will because nothing else is right. Nothing else made sense. And so I went to college. I said, hey, I'm surrendering to you. I'm going to go. I got my biblical studies degree at a Christian university. Say, I'm surrendered to telling others about you. Never thought it was going to be kids. <laughs> When I first went in, I was like, I have no idea. I just want to tell others about Jesus. But then I started working at summer camps and I ended up working with kids. I was like, you know what? This is amazing. One, I think God has gifted me to connect with them on a level, in a way that I think I can really get on their level, explain the gospel. And then two, just watching those kids' lives be transformed, their eagerness to see God is kind of... God reflected on that, and then just everywhere I've been, I've been in open books saying, hey, God, where do you have me? And every time God leads me somewhere, it's been kids ministry. So I'm like, okay, I think I'm in the right spot because this is where God keeps on putting me over and over again. And so I'm happy. I love it. I love sharing the gospel with the kids and seeing them grasp that faith in Jesus. Yeah, I always felt like that calling is just, it's where your passion, it's where your passion and your skill set align. And then you can you can go and do that thing, and there's an opportunity to do that thing. That's that's really what I feel like how God calls us. I have a passion to do it, and man, I'm I'm sort of skilled at it, mm-hmm. and it just yeah. sort of lines up, right? It's lined up. Sure, yeah. if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're exactly right. I mean, there has to be a. I mean, you can't. Uh, I mean, I when I went to seminary, there was a class called uh, Spiritual Life of the Minister that you took, and it was sort of a weed-out class to find out if you really kind of called to ministry. And I remember there'd be guys in there, it's like, you know, one of the requirements is that we have to be in church every week. That doesn't make sense to me. I want to be in a church the rest of my life. Why do I have to go now? And I remember going, yeah, I think yeah, you're missing the boat, buddy, you know, probably kind not, of a deal. And so there was, I always just wanted to be at church. You know, I always wanted to be there. And I, you know, I, I was older, but I remember it felt like I could couldn't do anything but ministry and so um so how did you end up at mission city and how you enjoying that ride thus far well i ended up here because some guy named dave kept on (laughs) reaching out to me once on facebook but i don't check my facebook messenger so i'm sorry if there's any messages out there i just don't check it but (laughs) almost missed an opportunity almost missed an opportunity old school dave Dave. but then he reached out again and it just so happened that it came at the right time for me because me i had just got married to my wife recently we got married in july of 2022 and so we were kind of turning a point new leaf i've been in my old church for five and a half years and i was just praying once again like hey god what is the next step you have for me do you want me to continue here do you want me to try to seek more responsibility are you leading me somewhere else and i was just praying with an open heart hey god what do you have in store i want to just follow your will and then like a week and a half later, Dave texts me like, hey, you know, would you be interested in this? I'm like, are you sure, God? That's that's pretty quick right now. <laughs> Usually when I pray these things, I expect like a six-month process. He's like, no, I'm going to give you an answer like two weeks from now. It's like, okay, I've been praying about this. I'm going to hear Dave out and just um, having him and Don reach out and just hearing about the vision for Mission City and the kids' ministry and just coming to see it. And when we came and saw and visited and just seeing how 
welcoming and how good the church environment was and how it felt like a good biblical community where people were interested in the word of God, but also investing in the lives of each other and the good welcome we had. You know, we just felt God calling us and saying, hey, this is a place where I think I want to plant you for this time and use you to help the kids ministry and have this church also pour into you and your wife as you're entering this new season of your life. Yeah, I know one of the things with with, with Blake is, uh, and your wife is the one that shared this with me, Molly shared this with me, She, uh, you guys got to be in a life group together for the first time yes. in y'all's relationship because you only had life, I guess the church you came from just did Sunday mornings and they didn't have them through the week. So you guys get to go to a biblical community together with couples around your own age and and that that's something I'm sure that... It's one of the things we absolutely love. We get to meet with them on Tuesday nights. It's been amazing that her and I can kind of go together and share our faith and just walk through you know, God's word with other believers and just kind of talk and joke around, but also have them pour into us, pour into them, be there for the community. And it's been a huge blessing because working in kids ministry, we're busy, we're running, we're doing a lot of things. We don't get to do some of the normal stuff on Sunday morning. And so that midweek time with my wife is one of the things we really, really appreciate. Yeah, I know, Joy, you're in a life group as well. I am. Talk about that, the value of that for you, you guys. I love it because my life group is also younger couples, kind of like late 20s to early 30s, but also many of them have younger kids like we do. And so it's nice because we're able to come together. Our kids are able to be together and we're able to uh, worship and discuss scripture together as a couple, which we don't always get to do on Sunday mornings. But we also I, I'm not the main spiritual teacher, so I'm able to go there and be part of conversation without being the person that has to lead all the discussions. I get to just kind of be part of the body, and it's so funny. Do you try any of your kids' games out on them before you do something? <laughs> Come on, guys, we're going to... I do not. Going to see who can get Jello to come out their nose. Come on, let's go. <laughs> no, but every time I lead prayer, I always want to end in all of God's children said Amen, because that's what we do, and so it's like muscle memory. But I'll never forget. Maybe like a month or so after we had started going, my son asked. He said, "Are we going to people's house?" And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, are we going to people's house to talk about Jesus?" And I was like, "Oh, life group. Like <laughs> he knows that we go to someone's house and talk about wow. Jesus, which is really sweet." That he doesn't actually talk about jesus he goes there and he plays with trucks and cars but he knows we're talking about jesus that's still influencing him i mean i think that building that expectation to be uh with Mm -hmm. with uh, christ followers is is very important and it's very important for my husband too that we're able to sit next to each other and open our bibles and share our bible and read Mm -hmm. scripture together he doesn't do a lot of talking. If you if you know my husband, he's not talking. I'm usually talking, but he's at least he's able to. Y'all are a perfect complement to each other, so it's it's good. Hector is, of course, he's what does Hector do? Hector, is- he's the head of finance at First Baptist San Antonio. So we're both in ministry, but I'm more on the front end, and he's, he's more on the back end. More back end, and uh, Blake, what is what is. What does Molly do? Molly is a fifth grade teacher at Cibolo Green, same school that yeah. Dave's wife teaches And at. I hear she she can outdrive you on the golf course. Yes. yes. She's much, much She's better. a quality golfer is what I hear. Yes. So she when is, we have a uh, was on the tour. She so is we have a, a, scramble. Was a pro golfer and uh, actually was the guy's golf coach at Southeast Oklahoma State. Yes. Southwest Oklahoma. Southeast Oklahoma State. Southeast Oklahoma State. Yeah. Yes. She was the she was the the men's golf coach at that school. Wow. 
Wow. Are we going to get a Molly? So we need. So we need to get a. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of how Blake got the job because yeah, that's, that's all Pastor Matt talked about when he met with me. So <laughs> Molly, tell me, do you still? Uh, we have. So a, we're talking about a scramble. We have a gonna, scramble, and we all want to make sure we have Molly on our team. Okay. Make sure. So yeah, we're gonna have to go home and make sure we pick up her clubs, and she has some time to practice. Is what she'll want to say. Oh, <laughs> I bet unpracticed, she would kill all of us. Oh, for sure. She yeah. she won't take oh, for me. Sure. She, yeah, I'm sure she is. No, but man, it's a... So share with us this. Share with us, um, since we only have a little bit of time left, share with us a little bit about uh, what you've got to see that's been so awesome in the time that you've been at Mission City, but also to what you're looking forward to uh, coming up. I know that you guys... Uh, over at Northwest, kicked off Alpha on Wednesday night for your preteen. And I know you guys collaborated a little bit about that. We're kicking that off in August, uh, Alpha, which is Wednesday nights. Um, so share just a little bit, if you don't mind, about just kind of what you've seen so far that you're excited about and then what our kids' ministry has to look forward to. So I don't care who goes first. I mean, always excited in kids' ministry. I mean, recently we've seen several kids get baptized here, and so it's always super amazing. And even some kids who have not been baptized, but they have reached out and say, hey, it's exciting. We love seeing that life change come through people partnering at home, us coming alongside, sharing the good word with them. And so it's always, I always say my favorite thing in kids' ministry is seeing that life change where they first put their faith in Jesus, where they want to take the step of obedience and baptism and watch and grow. And so just seeing that is how God is moving in the church, and they have some amazing people who work with the kids, are dedicated to saying, we want to engage them with the gospel of Jesus and lead them in lives and transformation. And that's what kids' ministry is about, is engaging them where they are at, from like you know the baby room up to fifth grade and saying we're doing this and so we are excited as dave mentioned we're going to be starting alpha here and just trying to launch a wednesday night program for our preteens it'll be super exciting here's a way of kind of helping them own their faith kind of dive in a little bit deeper giving them an environment that's their own a little bit separate from the younger kids and that's something that's super exciting just exciting to kind of continue making improvements as well just trying to make sunday morning a place where kids come and they have a blast but they don't even realize how much time they have learning about god and they want to be here as a place where they're saying hey you know i love god more each and every time i leave mission city's doors well that's one of the things pastor matt talked about when we were talking about revamping the entire kids ministry and stuff. He was like, you know, we want it to be uh, where kids are telling their parents, I've got to go, I've got to go, I've got to go. And then parents feel that same conviction to go as well. And so that's what one of the things that's awesome is a lot of the kids are so excited at both campuses and soon to be again, the third about coming and being a part of the ministry here. And then they're getting involved in life. I mean, we're seeing, we're seeing adults end up saved and so forth because their kids, you know, yeah. Yeah. That's like the best part is seeing how many families say that my kids started coming to alpha or they were at a sleepover and so their friend brought them to church and then they were so excited so we started coming back and because they started coming then they joined women's you know bible study or their husband got started going to man church or wherever it may be um, with their kid and alpha is so awesome because it's our wednesday night program for fourth and fifth graders which we call preteens and our sunday morning curriculum actually has a midweek curriculum for them and so oftentimes by the time kids are in fourth and fifth grade especially if they've been raised in the church they've heard about abraham and noah and ruth and esther many of them 
have heard the gospel, they've exchanged their life, they've been baptized. And so kids ministry can almost kind of just feel like I'm done. I'm over it. I've played all the games. I've done all the crafts. I've collected all of the pins and stickers and stuff. I'm over it. And so really thinking of a preteen ministry, that's like, okay, how do we capture them where they are and say, no, there's still room for you to learn and grow and explore. And we're going to make something fun and special just for you. So at Northwest, our preteens, they have their own room. They have alpha, which they come into their worships a little bit more elevated. Their games are a little bit more elevated and they actually get to go into small groups, which which we call life groups and to see you know fourth and fifth grade boys sitting in small circles praying over one another talking about their idols and things they need to give up hearing moms come and say my fifth grade son is reading the bible app on the bus on the way to school now because of alpha that's just that's incredible and we're able to go a little bit deeper because we have more time than we do on sunday morning so i love that at Mission City, we're not um, watering down anything just because it's kids ministry. I mean, we're talking about sin and repentance and idolatry and being made in God's image, like Blake said, from the babies up through preteens. And Alpha just finished going through the spiritual discipline of fasting and praying. And so it's easy for someone to think like they can't get that. Oh yes, they can. Like their discussions on that topic. Well, you look at what the world throws at them at school and with news and all the stuff, you know, they throw some pretty heavy topics at them. And so it's important we as the church, and and we talked about it in last week's podcast about the importance of teaching the word of God at Mission City, because every week we have somebody that comes in and we ask him, so what what made you like Mission City out of all the other churches? You teach the truth. You teach the Bible. It's like, aren't they all? That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, but that's that's not always an expected thing anymore. yeah, that's a heartbreaking thing, but uh, that's what's awesome about um, you're challenging them to to grow because you know we I, I recently read that if you don't reach a, a kid for Christ by the time they're twelve or thirteen, seventy five or eighty percent will never come to know Christ as their as their Lord and Savior. So it's important that you're teaching those the kids have grown up yeah. earlier. You know, yes. they're they're oh, yes. the things that they are confronted with now that we were confronted as you know in. Freshman, sophomore, junior year of high school has now happened to them in second, third, and fourth Easily, grade. Yeah, really but and they're having to deal with that. So yeah. we gotta we gotta be very the on the, the front, is. counteracting right. what they're hearing um, in the world today because there's so much access to the world. Yeah, um, we just went over a Sunday morning lesson over Jesus being tempted by the devil and emphasized that the reason that Jesus was able to resist the devil's temptations is because he already knew God's word. So he was Mm -hmm. able to easily identify and resist Satan's lies and manipulations Mm -hmm. of God's word. And so we were pressing upon kids, this is why we come together and we read our Bibles and we ask questions to our parents and to our teachers and our life group leaders because we want to make sure that we know God's truth because the world and our schools and social media and our friends and everything else, mm-hmm. they're going to throw lies at us. And unless we know God's truth, we're not going to be able to identify it. So we're really passionate about making sure that every child hears the gospel, not watered down. It is what it is. And I love that. And that does separate us a lot. I've also had parents say like, no, my child came home talking about idolatry. And I was like, any church that's going to teach my kid that is a church that I want to be a part of. Yeah, it is a big deal. I mean, even talking about Jesus's temptation, you can get into the level of him knowing his identity comes from God and is the devil tempts him. Are you really 
the son of God. You use this as opportunities, how God's word can combat the lies of the world without even having to put it in a way that would be overbearing for the kids. But you can say, hey, we're going to teach the truth, and God's truth can combat a lot of those things parents are fearing that the world is getting into their lives right now. So that's why it's so important for us. And those kids really can grasp things. It can amaze you how much they know. It can also amaze you how much they don't know because they're <laughs> kids. But they can grow and know so much. And so it's important for them to be invested with God's word. I know we have a very short period of time. And I just want to uh, give you guys an opportunity to uh, – why should people come volunteer in, in kids' ministry? Why is that so important? Oh, my goodness. I – one, it is so much fun seeing children light up at the word of God because they really do have that childlike faith. So hearing the gospel for the first time, hearing I'm made in God's image, just that light in their eyes that fills me up, but also their questions. In those classrooms, when you are that volunteer and they are asking questions and you are thinking, wow, you are, you're listening, you're engaging, and I'm able to be the person that gets to hold your hand and walk you through this. And sometimes I haven't known the answer. So I'm like, all right, let's go in scripture and let's find this out. And so I've learned things as we're going through scripture together and that models for kids. Where did Miss Joy go to find the answer for this? She went into God's word and I can do that too. And we can practice that and we can search through that. I've even taught them how to use the index because in the back of their Bibles, they don't know that it has topics. <laughs> so like they didn't know like, oh, I have a question about like anxiety. And it's like, yeah. And if you go on the back of your Bible, it'll show you all the verses where those things are mentioned. Yeah, that's great. So I, it's one of those things that you get to be one of the first people to plant those seeds and you get to see them engage with the word of God for the first time in ways you probably wouldn't expect a child. I mean, uh, for kids ministry as well, for volunteering, I would say it is a call from God. We are called to share our faith with the next generation. It is a something we have a privilege of doing and saying, hey, if we are looking for people who are ready and willing to hear the gospel, it is our own children of the church. And we are called to train them up as we go. We are called as fathers. I'm going to call out guys here too. Yeah. Kids ministry is not just for the ladies. It is a place where you talk about the Bible. It says fathers, teach your children. Yeah. And so we want everyone coming in and saying, hey, this next generation matters to God. He's called us to disciple them. And it is a great privilege of a way of saying, hey, I can practice my faith for an audience who is ready and willing to hear. I am here to share the good news. And God cares about those kids. Those lives are transformed. And so when you're doing that, you are living out the mission of our church and saying we are engaging others with the gospel of Jesus Christ where they are at and leading them in lives of transformation. And so volunteering in kids' ministry is just investing in the future of the church and saying, hey, we are doing something here that actually matters for all eternity. We are giving them biblical truth just as God has told us to do. And it takes the whole church to do that with parents and volunteers partnering with the kids ministry to reach the next generation. Well, that's awesome, man. It's been a great morning being able to hang out with you guys. Yeah. Thank you guys yeah, for coming thanks. in this morning. Absolutely. So we look forward to seeing you guys next week. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, God bless. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the mission city podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with a friend and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on, because it really does help us out. Thank you again, and we'll see you next time.